YouTube.com slash Mayhew Mayhem. That's YouTube.com slash M-A-Y-H-E-W-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. I am your host, my name is Michael Mayhew, and I am here with my co-hosts. Nick from YouTube.com slash Tic Tac Man, and joining us is a man whose pickup line is, I swear I don't like lolly. What's up everybody, it's me, Greg. And also joining us is my hetero life mate and manservant, Emmanuel. Hello. Go away. Yes, master. <laughs> and as I said, welcome to 30 Minutes of Mayhem, the podcast your mother can be ashamed of. And tell me, Greg, why is this the podcast your mother can be ashamed of? Probably because uh, despite... Uh, oh, no, I'm not going to say that. That would be incriminating. Um... <laughs> <laughs> despite the fact that I murdered someone and hide them in the basement. Yeah. That's, uh... And then you give their name, social, and... Uh former address that is exactly <laughs> correct so before we start this shit let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break do you like model trains you should probably kill yourself or maybe you just want to listen to people talk about killing themselves or their dicks or wanting to kill themselves because of their small dick let us be the conductor of the train charging full Cleveland steamer ahead into your tushy tunnel. So if you like the idea of us cramming our carnal knowledge in your cranial caboose, all aboard your search bar on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, or Spreaker with 30 Minutes of Mayhem. So for this first topic, maybe this episode is going to be a little bit more serious than what we normally do. Maybe not. It always normally goes off the rails. If you've listened long enough, you know that. If this is your first episode, I would recommend starting elsewhere. The very first topic that we're going to talk about is mass shooters. Should their names be released? Fuck no. Let the motherfuckers just die. Like, seriously, can't they just be dead? There's people who fucking worship these people. Look at me. I worship fucking Jim Jones. That shit's fucked up. But why? Because, like, you know, he's Jim Jones, motherfucker. That dude killed a ton of people. I was going to say because he think power is sexy. And I love Kool-Aid. <laughs> I have to slightly agree, agree with Nick here. Personally, my favorite mass shooter is Peter North. <laughs> I don't necessarily see a problem with Peter North's name being out in public. He is, as Nick said, worshipped. There are many people that follow what he did. I mean, he has an entire website because of it and has made his entire career from being a mass shooter. Is that I really? I've never heard of him before. You have never heard of Peter North? Peter North, yeah, I, I don't see. I'm looking at, I'm up on Google and nothing's coming up. So his website is just peternorth.com, Greg. Peter North. And I got a porn site. Oh, wait a minute. Is that what you're making a reference to? <laughs> Mass shooter? God damn it. I can't believe I didn't realize that sooner. God damn it. Wow. You're a real piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, Greg, how did you not know that? <sighs> yeah, Greg, quit being a piece of shit, Greg. Okay, now they're turning that insult on you, Greg. I'm sorry. There's nothing I could do. God damn it, Emmanuel. You didn't have to say anything. So if you've ever watched Peter North videos, because his mass shooting, he tends to put on video. It is what he gets paid for, after all. I I don't see the issue 
in that type of situation. <laughs> I, I think we're getting the whole mass shooting thing mixed up, Mike. Then what is your opinion on mass shooters then? Uh, you know, like the Columbine dudes and stuff, like people who actually shot people. Well, Peter North that's shoots people about. too. Right yeah, but that's face. entirely different. That's it. That's, that's, that's ropes. <laughs> you know, that's, funny. that's a different kind of shooting. <laughs> I, I thought to myself, rope. I was like, I, I should look up this guy, but I don't want the government like tracking me for looking up a mass shooter. And, you know, that was a really wise decision in the end still. <laughs> but no, I agree with Nick. I think like in an interview, Marilyn Manson said something like similar to this after the Columbine thing, where he said that basically, you know, when you release somebody's name like that, you're basically giving them what they wanted in the first place, which was uh, attention. And that like that, sort of feeling of celebrity because when the Columbine shooting happened, the faces of the two shooters were all over magazines and stuff. Like that was just something that was just everywhere. You like couldn't escape it. You basically gave the, handed them exactly what they wanted. Attention, fame, celebrity, albeit it was after they died, but it was essentially what they were looking for. They Now I'm wishing I would have just done it. So I would have got my father's attention. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that's some of it. (laughs) <laughs> i don't even see the point in releasing their name it's most people aren't gonna give a shit who did it they just know somebody killed a bunch of people you put out their name and their picture and everything and you basically end up like giving a name and a face to this and in the yeah. process legit for- kind of legitimizing the stuff that they did for for a second time you're taking the power away from the victims yeah for a second time. Yeah, you're basically giving all the power to the dude who killed these people and making, like, and just, like, completely disregarding the victims. Because, like, like, every time you see, like, these mass shootings happen, you never see anything about the victims. You, like, maybe hear, like, their names and everything, but you never, like, hear much about the victims at all. It's always about the killer, and everything is about them. They basically are essentially turned into a celebrity by the media. It's a matter of what is, what is, uh, this is a terrible way to put it, but it, it's a matter of what is the high score. And by high score, it's about the body count. So you'll, you'll see the, these people who they pa- plaster their face everywhere and it'll say killed fill in the blank amount of people. Oh, that, that's another fucked up thing is that they always list exactly the number of people who were killed, uh, by the shooter. And that just, like you said, that that they basically treat it as a high score. I mean, as fucked up as that sounds, it's true. That's exactly how the media portrays it. They they act like it's a high score that needs to be you know, that like can be beaten by somebody else. I'm not against them releasing the number of victims. I'm not against that. Once you put a name with that number, it's just like when you go to any sort of public like arcade system, you'll you'll yeah. see what the high score is, and you'll see like well, normally somebody will put like ass or something like that to be. A dick yeah. but like if people used to put like their actual initials or whatever their nickname was or, or or whatever it was and then you would see their high score and you're like fuck i want to beat that it's not it's this weird mentality it, as terrible as it is to put it that way it's like that but if you can't associate who did it with the number would that prevent that from being a thing because people do see it's a way to become this celebrity but obviously there's way more to it obviously the, the anyone that does holy this has- shit though you shine like a new light on this like fuck daddy's attention i'm going for that high score now <laughs> oh jesus christ mike you started you inadvertently created another killer 
created. Yeah. And that's what the media created like he wasn't to begin with. And that's what mass media wanted in the first place was me to become this monster. First, I, I, I cuck with my wife because of you. Now I kill everyone because of you, CNN. They also just basically use it to prop up the ratings because like that's literally all they talk about for like the next like several days is this mass shooting that happened and they huh, just exploiting other people's yeah, misfortune. Yeah, exploiting other people's misfortune. They would never do the come no. on now. Come no, on. no, no. There's no, no way. Greg, Greg, you're just you're just taking the absolute know, worst route. That's impossible. I, think, I know. I think there's a point that everyone's missing here is never let Nick serve you a pork chop. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. So, Emmanuel, weigh in here. I don't know if you guys have mass shootings yes. in Mexico or that's just a daily occurrence because of the cartel and whatnot. Yeah, well, we won't talk about it. <laughs> At least people aren't dying. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Nick, Nick has really brought, uh, really bought into this. It's a, it's a new America. A little too much. It's so a here's reality my TV opinion on it. Sometimes it really is the situation that we're in. I don't think there's anything we can do about this anymore, and I'm going to explain why. And I I totally agree. I don't think that their faces should be revealed. But the climate that we're in, and the storm that I don't see slowing down anytime soon, is that we're in this. You know, we're in this shitty 24-7 news cycle. They are always trying to get the views and the ratings, obviously. The name and everything that breaks in, it's going to get them views. It's going to get them money. That's exactly what they want, right? I need the Twitter followers. Exactly. You know, people will do that. They'll be like, oh, you know, thoughts and prayers and all that and stuff. Like, So here's the thing. Let's say, for instance, that all the major news organizations vowed to not do this anymore, right? All the lower level, like, you know, the the B tier, the C tier, the D tier news organizations, what's going to stop them from just raking in that cash? So even if we somehow got like this unanimous vote for like the major news organizations to not release the person's name, or even if there was, you know, I, I wouldn't want this obviously, obviously because of repressed free speech, but the only way that this could actually stop is if there was like regulation for it, in my opinion. We're in this climate where Everybody wants to know what it is. And here's the other thing, too. There's also the other side where people are like, they think this is a gaslight or whatever, red flag, heron. I don't know. People believe in these conspiracy theories, right? Even in Las Vegas, they were like, oh, all these people, like a shit ton of these people are just actors. There, there weren't 500 victims or whatever, right? So if we start not releasing names, people are going to be like, oh, well, you know, of, of course they couldn't release a name this time because it was a government agent. And that's, you know, that's the best thing they could come up with. And, and the frogs are gay. And, and well, I mean, uh, one, it's Coca-Cola that turns frogs gay, you dumbass. Well, There's nothing wrong with gay people. It's just I don't like frogs gay. I forgot to say this a minute ago. The only people I feel like are entitled to know who the shooter's name is is the victim's families because they have the right as far as i'm concerned to know who murdered their family member so even if they're only released to the family members and no one else those family members are going to get harassed by the media even if they're not harassed by the media those family members i believe would in turn go to the media one of them at least one right no i agree would go to the media because guess what gotta get that money Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. They're the celebrity now because they released the name of the person 
who killed all the people. They're on every it's single kind of like an infectious cycle, isn't it? If you're preparing the bow in this little presentation to have, we're in the digital info era. The only thing that's going to stop that is either nuke or regulation, and I don't think either one of those are good. It's a situation where it's like, how can you make an entire population of a nation, I don't know, more modest, more caring, more aware Some... that, that, you know, these things suck, but, you know, giving them the attention is never going to fix it, but people always want to know. And I'm guilty of that. Like, something new happens, I get super obsessed. I'll watch a couple videos or read an article or two. Like, I, I want to know what's going on, and it's it's not healthy. It's proven to be not healthy, but that's just kind of the climate that America is in. I would say since maybe 9-11 even though I was just a child, it didn't 9/11. seem like everybody was like fixated on hardcore political views and always caring about the news. And, you know, even then it kind of felt like it was a bit more community oriented. And now because of the internet, which I absolutely love, it's a double-edged sword where it's like, everything's instant. Like we know every single shitty thing that's going on in America, in the world, being just fed to us through a cell phone that we always have on our ass maybe we all need to just take a nice meditation course or something i don't know what i mean correct me if i'm wrong here but what i feel like you're getting at is you're ready to make america great again <laughs> i'm just tired of all this fake news man it's everywhere fake news everywhere trump 2077 long live the god emperor what uh yeah with that being said let's continue to try to make podcasts vulgar again by taking this quick commercial break she stole my heart but how could she not she was always close to it. I loved her when she was dirty, and I loved her when she was clean. She kept me warm, but knew when I needed space. Sometimes, a relationship would pull at the seams, but I know it will last forever. La Camisa, by 30 Minutes of Mayhem, available at mayhemayhem.spreadshirt.com. This is Nostalgia Bomb. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Nostalgia Bomb. This is the 93rd episode of 30 Minutes of Mayhem. So, in keeping with the theme we've been going with, we will be talking about the movie Jurassic Park, which came out in the year of 1993. Today, we will be talking about our opinions on the movie, how much, and whether we enjoyed it, like, how much it had an impact on our childhood for if we liked any of the other movies in the franchise etc etc so let's get to it then shall we this was one of the movies from my childhood that i watched a lot oh me too definitely i i feel like at least the first one still holds up today most definitely I, yeah. I feel like the effects and everything used in the movie they don't look fake as fine like have you ever I know. Got, like if you go back and watch like some of the shit from like star wars i know it's a it's a long it's a huge jump there in the amount of time between those movies. But if you go back and watch the original trilogy of Star Wars, some of the shit in the original well, trilogy of Star Wars is like, oh, my God. Oh, but, I'm, it, I'm just, but here's the look, thing. Some of that original trilogy of Star Wars, that still, to some extent, holds up pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it's like, that beats it by, what, like 20 years? Yeah. Well, I, uh, there is, a, there yeah, is definitely came a huge time 16 years later. Yeah. No, um, no I was going to say, like, I... I agree with that because like you look at the cgi they used in uh jurassic park and it is aged amazingly well uh, considering the fact that the movie came and it came out almost 25 years ago well whereas, here's the thing that, that was like mostly animatronics that's why they did use a lot of animatronics too the weirdest thing though is like it, and it makes me wonder like what their excuse was it's like you get 
you look at a movie that came out in 1993, like Jurassic Park, and the CGI effects that they use in that are still hold up really well. Then you look at some of the other movies that came out maybe only like 10 or 15 years ago at the CGI they had, and you're like, holy shit, that is aged horribly. That looks like fucking PS2 graphics. I would have to say that the original Jurassic Park looks better than the prequel trilogy for Star Wars. Yeah, I I, I would probably I absolutely work agree. with. We're, we're talking about like holding up, then yeah. So prequel trilogy episodes one through three. There is some CGI in there that is so fucking bad. Like, yeah. That I just and the, and the very first one came out fucking six years after Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. And, and it's like, how did that happen? How how is it that Jurassic Park had that came out six years prior had CGI that aged so much better well, than I, fucking Star Wars? The budget on Star Wars definitely had to be higher. But what what I, I think with that, if we're just like talking about the comparison between those two, there are some parts in Star Wars that is completely uh, computer generated. Like yeah, where there there's nothing, there's no actual humans in there, nothing. It's all you know, and computer that's, generated. That's a huge detriment. I agree, and I think that factors into why that uh, like the CGI and the parts where there's not, and then the where where there's not humans and then where there is humans. I think that's where it gets a little wonky there. With Jurassic Park, yes, they used uh, the animatronics and and so on and so forth, but it's crazy to think about that movie so far removed from it. Personally, I think that the original Jurassic Park is a hell of a lot better than the remake saying Jurassic World. It exists in the same world, right? But it's like after the fact. I can't remember. It's oh, it's sequel. like so far after. It's, okay, It's so, supposed to be like, so yeah, like 20 some years later. Okay, so it's in the same world. It's a it's a sequel. Whatever. I think the original is so much better than it, and I think that it just it looks better than what Jurassic World does. Really? Because I I love Jurassic World's effects, but then again, I mean, it, it's so weird because one that's like oh, like over twenty years old looking just as good as the one that just came out. How the fuck do you do that? Like, what kind of sorcery did you pull off? I mean, Grant, I'm gonna say a lot of that was probably the work of Stan Winston because that dude was a fucking genius when it came to special effects. I mean, that's the dude who did the special effects for fucking alien movies, the Terminator movies. Which, like, by the dude, way, alien movies still fucking hold up too. Yeah, they they still hold right, up. But, uh, let's really, see, I, I will say alien and aliens yeah, still those, hold up. Uh, yeah, those were, those both have like really good special effects in them too. That And the, I mean, those movies, first one came out in 79, second one came out in 86. So, I mean, Stan Winston may rest in peace. I mean, that dude knew his shit when it came to making special effects that could hold up throughout the years. So, I mean, that. So I do credit a lot of that to the genius that was Stan Winston, because that dude just did some of the most amazing shit ever. For another comparison, for a more modern comparison that's more widely watched, whatever, the, I, I believe, so the dragons in Game of Thrones, to me, look like booty. <laughs> I, I, I do not believe that they are real. They do not appear real to me. It's something about their their texture or the color on them, whatever whatever it is, like the way the lighting's hitting them versus the way that the lighting's hitting elsewhere, whatever it is, I they look wet and fake to me. Well, and I think that might just be because like it's a TV show, and TV shows even on a channel like HBO generally do not have as high a budget as like a, a major motion picture will. So I feel well, like they, in that I mean, case, they have a high budget for a TV show. Game of, but, uh, Game of Thrones, but it's still not probably, as anywhere near as high as most major blockbuster movies. Nah, I agree. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up right now. 
of course it might it might still be but they like they blow their budget on like other special effects and you could have a huge budget and just not be able to allocate the resources very well and you end up blowing most of your budget the actors actors yeah yeah, hiring actors and like other stuff and then it's like when it comes down to the special effects you're like oh we only got like a couple thousand dollars left uh okay well let's see what (laughs) we could put together with like two thousand dollars buy some unity assets Oh no, the Unity assets would look nicer than some of the shit I've seen. Okay, so for the sixth season, the budget was over $10 million per episode. Oh my god. What? Shit. So Jesus Christ. You got like $100 million. That's that is higher than Yes. A lot of Is that is that like fucking No. That's just that's just feeding George R. R. Martin Tiger Dong imported from Asia. That's that's I I mean that's still high, but I mean that's still not as high as I mean because goddamn some of these movies have like over a billion or two billion dollars that they sink into making these things. We're talking about these movies. we would have to look at the budget for Jurassic World and Jurassic Park. Give me a second. It says that for the final season of Game of Thrones, the that hasn't come out yet, there will be fifteen million per episode. Is the budget? Jesus. Okay, the original Jurassic Park's budget was sixty-three million dollars. Adjust yeah. for inflation. Ah, shit, I can't adjust to for inflation. I suck at that. Now let's see what well, Jurassic no World was. For that, you're spending almost double, you know, the same amount or double. Oh, well, yeah, and then they spend they a shit do. ton of money on the advertising and stuff. Okay, so yeah. Jurassic World. Had a budget of fifty million. Yeah, so, one hundred and fifty million. So one hundred and fifty million for Jurassic World, and about hundred million for Game of Thrones, and whatever Jurassic Park was when you adjust for inflation. If anyone wants to do that math, probably so, about a hundred thousand. So a hundred thousand. You mean a hundred million? I'm sorry, probably about a hundred million. Okay, so if you adjust it for inflation, it calculates about 100 million. So you're looking at about 100 million and 100 million, and it's a huge drastic difference. The Jurassic World budget being 50 million more, which is an, it's such a ridiculous amount of money. I just, I feel like Jurassic Park looks better. It looks more believable, even with the lower budget. And what it could come down to, I mean, just cost of actors over the years has inflated considerably. This is true. Oh, yeah. Actors ask for, like, some of the most retardedly huge salaries anymore. Like, some of them are just, like, absolutely goddamn criminal. And then they constantly talk about how, like, they're in touch with the common people. But that's a discussion for another day. We're talking about Jurassic Park and fucking dinosaurs, bitches. Well, not fucking dinosaurs, but you know what I mean. But would you like to fuck a dinosaur? That's the biggest question there, Greg. Would you? Topical change. Would you put your dick into a velociraptor? Poonanny was just... If that Velociraptor is bent over, tails over its shoulder, <laughs> wide open, wide open, you're gonna slide one. You're gonna slide your your long one into a cold one. You know, I would Speaking say of... that this is the kind of topic would means we need not... to go to a commercial break. <laughs> I was gonna say that this is that normally that for most people they would probably say this is not the kind of thing that um is that common for most podcasts, but unfortunately for us or. Maybe fortunately, I don't know. Uh, this is the kind of uh, common shit that happens in our podcast. Speaking of sliding your warm one into a cold one, the actress that plays Daenerys Targaryen makes $500,000 per episode, and there are five other actors on the show. Well, five total, I think that includes her. So four other actors that make a half a million per episode. Jesus Damn. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Jeff Goldblum's from Pittsburgh originally. Did you know that? 
I did not. No, yeah, he's he was originally from the Squirrel Hill neighborhood in uh, Pittsburgh. So I mean, oh, that's, so that's a rich cunt. Cool. <laughs> a rich Jewish cunt, because there's a lot of Jews in uh, Squirrel Hill. I mean, I used to go there for therapy sessions. Like I like it was just a bunch of synagogues and in like Jewish learning centers and stuff. So like, because I I'd like to move there. One, you know, one day in Pittsburgh, because I was like one of the nicest neighborhoods they had in Pittsburgh. But uh, like my dad always joked that if I moved there, I'd have to convert to Judaism. It's like, eh, well, I mean, whatever. Well, does your dad, j- just like my dad, have a bias? No, apparently. he does. Fuck was no. anybody else like picturing Jeff Goldblum being Greg's therapist? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god, that would be the gra- that would be the greatest thing ever. Oh my so, god, uh, I love uh, that. So, uh, got autism. But Greg, when, 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 when your parents were looking to make you, they asked, could we? They should have stopped and asked if, should we? <laughs> oh, God, fuck you. We'll be back to 30 Minutes of Mayhem after this commercial break. <coughs> I feel like I'm dying. You don't sound well, buddy. You should go see a doctor. But I have no insurance, and so no one will take me. If only there was a group of people who loved hearing your voice and would do anything to support you. But Mike, what about our listeners? They, they probably wouldn't do it for him, Greg. But if I say it's for me... So if you would be so kind to donate to help our sick Mexican friend out... To help cure his festering anal fistula. Yes, his bleeding asshole. Help us. Okay. By donating to 30 Minutes of Mayhem via PayPal using 30 Minutes of Mayhem at gmail.com. Muchas gracias, Obama. The last topic of this episode, to play a little bit off of the first one, the last one is death by firing squad or lethal injection. So, would you rather die via firing squad or lethal injection? You may also propose an alternative. Say we have a mass shooter. Here's what we're going to do to him it's going to be by firing squad, but. It's going to be the families of his victims. We don't know who's got the bullet. They can all have a bullet for all we know. Oh, no, just turn them into Swiss cheese. I mean, just let them all have a bullet. Well, I mean, the whole point of a firing squad is so that there's no one who feels like they like they're the one who did it because they're i'm pretty sure most people will you know, like if in that scenario that you uh expected would probably want to feel like they uh they had they a, were the one their death yeah I, I know in a lot of scenarios though it's it's supposed to be like one of you has the actual bullets the rest of you have blanks who is it Ooh. That's why I always fucking hate in movies when it's like uh, somebody gets the opportunity to kill somebody who like killed someone in their family and they're like, I can't do it. I just can't do it. And it's like, bitch, stop being a fucking pussy and pull the goddamn trigger. Craig's like, I'd light that motherfucker up. I didn't uh, want yeah, to yeah I would. Judge Jury <laughs> Executioner Greg Holmes coming this summer. I just be I just mag dump into him. I mean, fuck. Gr- I just see Greg riding on a Velociraptor with a Mac 10 in one hand. <laughs> Justice is coming for your asshole. <laughs> and now I need a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> oh God. I need Greg riding on a Voss Raptor with a Mac 10. Justice is coming for your asshole. There we go. That's the new t-shirt idea, Mike. New t-shirt idea. Um, <laughs> we can't put asshole on a shirt, but... Um... Are, are you sure we can't put asshole and C-U-M-M-I-N-G? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't stop laughing. Oh, fuck. <laughs>
I'm pretty sure that'll be your first partner's <laughs> experience too. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man. I I know I was reading an article a, a while back, well, multiple articles a while back about I guess the company that was making the cocktail, the different things that they put together for the lethal injection, yada yada, decided to quit giving it to the government or whatever, or selling it to the government because they didn't like what the government was using it for, to kill people. What so, the fuck? You knew what it, you knew what you were getting into bed with on that. The government or whatever started going elsewhere, and because of that, their cocktails weren't as effective, and it took some dude like a really, really long fucking time to die after they injected him with all this stuff, and it was considered to be inhumane or whatever, because like he just seized for like. 45 minutes or whatever it was uh, and suffered and they're like oh he's not supposed to suffer i'm like okay so let's back all this up if you what get to the p- <laughs> if you get to the point to where your your sentence is the death penalty we did de- we have decided that you as a human being do not deserve to exist anymore what have you done to get to that point should it be you don't have you don't have to suffer it's not it's inhumane to to make somebody suffer what like for for real though, like what? It depends. What what is it for? What what kind of shit do you normally get the death penalty for? Killing other people. Let's just go with that. It's like, do they deserve to suffer if they actually like went through that process and like the state decide, yeah, you need to die. Yeah, and it's like there are certain things. Like if you're like, I think certain people just should be put to death because like, why keep them around? Yeah, that was Lollycon. Amen. I thought you were going to make a joke about uh, like Hitler being right again. No, ew, that's disgusting. My God, Greg. That does it for this episode of 30 Minutes, ma'am. I have been your host. My name is Michael Mayhew, and I have been here with my co-hosts. Nick and Greg. Make sure to check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, YouTube, all those different locations, and donate to us on PayPal using 30 Minutes of Mayhem at gmail.com. And uh, that does it for this episode. I really hope that you have enjoyed it. And later, fellas.